top 10 QBs in the NFL. Me and Steve are here. We promised you guys these rankings. You get fantasy rankings uh, tomorrow and predictions for this weekend. My ranking, Steve, I'm going to tell you, I didn't do any order. I can't do an order. This is the first year in the NFL where there's no clear number. I'm going to say Russ is number one, but there's no clear listing after that. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, let's... But, no, it's definitely tough. Yeah, you want to throw a, you want to throw five out, and I'll throw five because yeah, I have yeah. no order. So yeah, no, I, I I actually made an order, and it was very tough. Look, I think this set of rankings was tougher than any fantasy rankings Easily. we did to this Easily. point, and in the power rankings too. I mean, those definitely get complicated at points and times. But I mean, if if we're putting guys in in a specific order, it's very tough. A lot of people look at a lot of different things when it comes to evaluating the quarterback position. I'm going to start at 10 and go to 6, and then you can kind of hop in with some. And I just got to say, this guy was my 11, and he's just outside the list. I hope to see him inside the top 10 next year because he is is a good quarterback in my eyes, but Wentz just missed the top 10. Yeah, same. Same for me. So... At 10, I have Kirk Cousins. He just yeah. played really well. I mean, I know we talked about uh, throughout the year just kind of being in the prime time, being in the spotlight, and getting Minnesota to the promised land. But I have to put him at 10. At 9, I know you Pats fans aren't going to like it. Tom Brady, guys, he's just not as effective as he was. I know a lot of people don't think that he's declining, but if you can sit here and tell me that Tom Brady is as good now as he was three to five years ago, you're wrong. That, yeah. that's, just, that's just not right. And I, I don't I try not to have a bias whenever I do my rankings. I love the game of football. I love my New York Giants, but I just am a complete football fan, you know. Yeah. Um, eight, I got to put Jimmy G right, right above Brady, mm. and and that was really tough for me. But Jimmy G has won some big games this year, Lou. Yeah. So I can't discredit him for that. Seven, I don't, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but this guy has showed signs of promise, and the the coaching situation that he's in really doesn't benefit the wins and loss record. I know wins and loss is a team stat, not a quarterback stat, but at seven I got Dak Prescott. Yeah, and six it was so hard to keep this guy outside the top five. I just think that the way the NFL is kind of transitioning into a different league, uh, seeing guys with with different kind of uh, talents and personalities of what makes them great and clearly if this was a couple of years ago this guy is top three without a doubt but just right now for this year Drew Brees at six and it really any any guy six to one is a top guy you know yeah um but just like I said if we have to give him a specific ranking I'd put it I'd put him at six yeah and it's funny because I remember like even if you go back to 2013 you could say like it was Peyton Brady Brees Rogers Roethlisberger Rivers luck. and in luck, those yeah. were the best. Those were the best, and it was Brady was up here, Peyton was the next guy, and then it was Breeze, Rogers, and Ben all fighting for that next spot. And now uh-huh. it's not like, now it's like there are guys like that are so inconsistent. Like Watson beat Tennessee, but I mean you had two picks and you it was a close, close game. Like it's not like there's no d- definite top top ten guys. So I agree with you on a lot of them. I have Dak, I have Cousins, I have Jimmy G, I have Brady. And I have Breeze. Yeah, so there we go. We we it's at least we got the same names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in in four and five. I went back and forth with so so much, just continually continuously looking at this list because I'm trying to make it as accurate as I think it could be, and trying to make it accurate for you guys. I originally had Rogers at five and Watson at four, but I'm gonna flip flop mm-hmm. those. I'm I have Watson at five, and it's definitely debatable that Breeze should have been in the top five over Watson. I just think his game is really transitioning to be more of what this NFL is and what it's going to be. And I just think the ability to to run outside of the pocket, extend plays, and 
be able to make the throw down the field and just I don't want to say like he he's carrying his team but imagine if he actually had a good coach Lou like how yeah. much better he would be so I have to put Watson at five and Rodgers at four I feel like since the beginning of the year, we really haven't talked about Rodgers too much. I mean, the Packers have, have been good. I mean, they're 11-3, and three, I'm pretty sure. They have a top record, a uh, top three team in the NFC as of right now. Mm-hmm. We saw Seattle and the 49ers kind of flip-flop with um, the standings, and, and that's just how significant it is, you know, with yeah. one to five. Three Bay's the two. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're the two. Yeah, it, it's, it's, and the Saints are the three right yeah, now. Yeah, the Saints are the three. They would have to They would have to play against uh, the Vikings in, in the Superdome. Yeah, so ima- imagine seeing that all again. Uh, that wow. would definitely be a sight to see. Um, but, but not that Rodgers isn't mobile and not that he can't extend the plays. We're just talking about a 36-year-old Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know if he loves the game as much as he once did when when he was winning Super Bowls and they were at their best, the Packers. And and they're really good right now, and I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm not saying that he's close to retirement because all these quarterbacks are playing into their 40s. I mean, EY, Big Ben, and Phillip Rivers are all right around 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breeze is over 40. I'm pretty sure he's 40 or 41. And Brady, we, we know how old he is. Um, so I, I just want to see a, a little more character from, from Rodgers and just yeah. show that he's actually excited to be there. We all know he, he has arguably the best arm talent in the league. Yeah. Um, it just, I think he needs some help on the receivers too. I saw Devontae Adams kind of reach out to Odell, trying to say like, "Oh, come to Green Bay." I know how much like he doesn't have too too much control over that whole situation. That would be bananas. But th- imagine Devontae Adams and Odell. Like, how would you even like defend that? That'd you be crazy because it's a deep threat and a guy who could come out of the slot with Jimmy Graham right there. Yeah, and imagine Jamal Williams and, and Aaron Jones like running the ball like that too. Like that, that's tough. Catching man. out of the backfield, I couldn't even imagine. No, absolutely. So. Three, two, and one. You guys, this is all kind of subjective. I'm trying to think of the big picture, who I would want, like, last minute, who I would want to win a game. Like, all that stuff matters. Um, And I have to put Lamar Jackson at three. Very tough because he is changing the quarterback position as a whole. I just think that this is a one-year thing. Just need to see some more consistency. And the guys I have at two and one, we've kind of seen more than one year. Um. I do think Jackson, if he continues to play this way over the next couple of years and this Ravens team continue to be good, he can easily take that one spot. Um, But like I said, Lamar Jackson at 3-2, I have Mahomes. I have to put Mahomes above Jackson just because he's one of the best arm talents I think I have ever seen. Easily. I think he can be one of the greatest when it's all said and done. I mean, even if he coaches with Andy Reid, if Andy Reid's his coach for another like five, six years, how how good he's going to be. He's going to have a bunch of winning seasons. We're Mm going to talk about him in the highest regard. But a guy that we talk in the absolute highest regard, he's a playmaker, he's a cheat code, he's a video game, Russell Wilson. He's my MVP. Very tough to take it away from Lamar Jackson. I'm just trying to think of when when I'm thinking of the team. I, I think I think of Russell Wilson coming down the field, winning the game in the last second drive. He always thinks that there's a chance, and I just not that I don't see that from Lamar Jackson, but he hasn't really been put in that moment. And like I said, I just got to see the consistency. So those three two and one guys, I'm not knocking by any means. Very tough to separate them, but if I had to, like I said. Uh, Watson at five, Rogers at four, Jackson at three, Mahomes at two, and Wilson at one. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And we have the exact same top ten. I just again, like I said, like you, like you said, Russ is it, it's it's just think of this like it's kind of the Jimmy Butler thing we were just talking about. Russell Wilson is the thirtieth ranked O line. 
He has a guy who is punt returning as his number one receiver. Mm-hmm. A guy whose draft stock plummeted to the second round as his second best wide receiver. Will Disley had like three catches in the NFL before he got to Russell Wilson and was a not great in college. And their running game is like ranked like 15th. Not to mention Josh Gordon couldn't stay off the stuff. Legit. It, <laughs> and it's just crazy to think like, not to say like everything's made for Lamar Jackson and Mahomes, but both have better O-lines than Russell Wilson. Both have better weapons than Russell Wilson. And both, have, I, I think, have better. They both have coaches that make game plans just for them. I feel like a lot of the Seahawks game plan is on the defensive side. And, and he, running the ball, too. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, they're like Russ, you want to? Just do that thing. Toss like yeah. a little sprinkle there. Yeah, you want to do that stuff where you just run around and then no one can cover you and you and you just make a crazy throw. Yeah. Like, you can't script and you can't teach that. And just, like, the leadership that he's chosen to will that team. Like, they're, they weren't, they're not that much different from last season. So something, something cool I, I really learned this past week, and I'm always trying to learn about the game of football just to kind of make my understanding even better. So the Seahawks actually practice Russell extending the play when they're doing like scout yeah. and stuff like that. They make sure that the tight ends and the linemen are blocking for extra seconds so so there's no holds or, or things like that if Russell's getting outside the pocket. And they always do the drills for the receivers to kind of continue to get open. And mm. I feel like that's why we see so many times where it's like a 40-yard bomb to lock it downfield or Metcalf downfield because it's like after they're done with their routes, they just run straight. And, and how many guys can stick with them the whole play? It's yeah. very tough to and you cover don't know where they're going. It's yeah, just, no, it's just Russell impromptu. And you know what's funny is, this one other thing I want to mention. I didn't think the Saints were... Lo- I, I still don't... It's like when every, every NFL team has a narrative, right? Like every year the champion has a narrative. Like when the Pats won the year that Brady um, got hurt. I mean, not got hurt, he was suspended. It was like they're underdogs, they're suspended, they take the footballs, had something to do with it. Yeah. They come back and they win it. Last year, oh, Brady's done. Gronk's banged up. They have no real weapons. They win it. And now this year, it's for the Saints. It's like, Drew Brees was hurt. He was out. Um, he breaks the touchdown record. They've been screwed. Not screwed. I wouldn't say they were screwed last year. The Minnesota Miracle Brees got screwed. That yeah. was a complete screw job. But now it's like they've had the shot, and now it's like they have a real shot to do it again this year. And like he's broken the record, and they, they got momentum. I just feel like the storyline is adding up for them to win it. Yeah. I, I don't want to – I hate to say that I don't want to see Brees win it. But like I don't want to see the Saints win it. I'm not. I'm not a big Saints guy, um, especially after the Super Bowl with the Colts. No, that's no. when they. That's when they <laughs> went downhill for me. But I just feel like the narrative. You could start to see the narratives building. Like they're gearing up too. Like they. They just claimed Janoris Jenkins from the Giants. I think that's a solid number two corner with Lattimore, and then. Instead of having Eli Apple, the guy that gets picked on on the other side of the field, he can move to the slot or be a third, yeah. or, third or fourth corner. You know, so I feel like that's really good depth at the position. I do feel like something for the Saints that that is going to be troubling is losing their depth on the defensive line. I mean, they lost a first round pick in Rankins, they lost a first round pick in Davenport, yeah. and both of those guys were having great years to this mm. point. So I, I want to see guys like Amyamada like step up from the defensive tackle yeah. position. Um, and they have another guy, Hendrickson. Like he, he's con- he's consistently solid, but I, I just he's not great, you know. And if you double team Cam Jordan or chip him, it, it's just tough to get to the quarterback that way. Uh, I'm excited to see the playoffs pan mm-hmm. out and the and the rest of the uh, regular season finish. I was happy that we got to do this list right before yeah. the playoffs, just to kind of see like which which of these guys are gonna really make their team rally and 
get them to the get them to the next step, get them to the promised land, and that's kind of either playing for for a wild card or or playing in the divisional round, mm-hmm. wh- whatever it is. I mean, I think a lot of teams really just rely on the quarterback position. Yeah. So, and it's getting hot. Like whoever gets hot going the into right the playoffs, time. usually that's why. Like San Fran, like San Fran might have peaked. Yeah. I mean, if say God forbid Cleveland beats Baltimore for a second time, there goes some of the momentum. Like Kansas City's getting hot at the right time. Yep. Uh, Buffalo's getting hot at the right time. Houston, yeah. Green Bay's a little slow, but they're winning. And then Dallas, maybe this is, you know what I mean? It's just funny because this is the first year I feel like I don't know who's going to win. Absolutely. No, I, I, I no absolutely idea. agree with you. Like, usually it's like, okay, the Pats are the favorite in the AFC, but like they, they might not even get a buy. Like, I think if the Chiefs went out and the Ravens went out, like the, yeah. the Pats, I mean, I guess it all depends on what happened Saturday yeah. versus the Bills, you know? Yeah, and I'd like to see, like I said, what I want to see is I want to see. Baltimore and Seattle in the Super Bowl, two guys that are oh, not off script, sick. big defenses, or that them or, or or the Kansas City. I mean, I'd like to see that. That'd be a high flying Super Bowl, a lot of points. Um, but you, you know what we gotta do after the season? So, top top five all time at every just about every position. I don't know. We probably won't do linemen like old linemen. Look, oh, we've been raving about that. We definitely yeah. want to put together an all-team list. You know, would it be in the hundred season the NFL? They're putting together a bunch of guys that that believe should be on the team and. This isn't really something that that's gonna be factual. Just our opinions yeah. of what we think that those could be. So those are coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, me and Lou are definitely grinding to make sure all this content gets done while Kev's out. But like Lou said earlier, we got fantasy rankings coming with the end of the season near. We're gonna do superlatives with whether that's mm-hmm. MVP, offensive rookie, defensive, all all that fun stuff. We definitely got. And, and uh, like I said in, in, the, in the last episode, we have game predictions for this weekend. No Thursday night football. We got a full day on Saturday. Got a full day on Sunday. Nothing better. Great matchup on Monday night, too. Week 16, the NFL. It, it's the best time of the year, Lou. It yeah, really it is. is. It is. It, it's getting fun. It's getting real fun. Absolutely. But that's it for this episode since the sandbox, baby. Booyah. Peace, guys.